0: Welcome to your new favorite bookish podcast, Fully Booked and Caffeinated. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Heather. And today we have our monthly bonus episode, Bookish Banter and More, where we discuss the other books we've been reading this past month and whether we recommend them and also our other favorite pop culture obsessions. This is our October recap, which means that spooky season is leaving us for some, of course, not all of us. Heather is on to the next holiday, already thinking about Christmas. You know, while what? <laughs> I leave my skull decor up year round,
1: I went to Dunkin' this morning to get our coffees, and they already have their Christmas cups. No, no, I'm I'm not even kidding. Stop it. When I when I wanted to go pick up the drinks, there were like little donut wreaths on all the coffee cups, and I was like, Christmas cups.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! It's not Halloween. Is not even over.
1: Oh, I know. I'm
0: mourning the end of all the spooky things being acceptable, but I'll be
1: fine. Anyway, (laughs) so what kind of
0: coffee did you get this morning?
1: Oh, I got the cold brew with the sweet cold foam Mm. and then i do the caramel and stuff in there it was really good i really like their cold brew they've really they actually have really good cold brew
0: yeah i like their cold brew better than their regular iced coffee
1: actually i agree i don't know what's different about it but it just tastes so much better their
0: iced coffee just tastes like watery now sometimes it
1: does yeah sometimes it does and i feel like even if i add sweetener to it it dies out so quickly. Mm-hmm. It just isn't as not as great. But their lattes are good. I do like their lattes. Yeah, but I do agree, I I agree think with that. their coffee sometimes. It's like a hit or miss, to be honest. Yeah,
0: which I, that's why I've been going to Starbucks so much because a latte is always consistent. Mm-hmm. I got my Starbucks this morning, my blonde latte with my toffee nut and sugar-free vanilla syrup. But I did also make my holiday Nespresso order, so I've got some gingerbread Ooh. pods coming. I'm very nice. excited about that. Nice. So so I'm talking shit about Christmas, but
1: I was like, got to get these before they sell out. I have to come over so you can make me a gingerbread latte.
0: <laughs> it's very delicious. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get into our reads from this past month. Uh, first one is one that we both read because it was yes. our book club pick for last month, which we didn't get to talk about on our last episode. But I'll Be You by Janelle Brown. And I loved this one. I thought yeah. it was so good. So unexpected. And even reading the name, I'm like, you have no idea what this book is about.
1: You really don't. And also the cover doesn't really give any indication at all that it's even like a mystery kind of book. Because
0: <laughs> it's Yeah. And even... <laughs> The description is not enough to really get you excited about it. Because I remember when it was the pick for a book club, I was like, oh, okay like i wasn't that excited about it and then we read it and just like the cult vibes and mm-hmm. the mystery it's it's really really good i liked ended up it being, a lot. like
1: a, a really everyone like everyone that read it really liked it so it worked out yeah. nicely. because sometimes yeah. we had we've also had hit or misses in book club choices just like we do for this <laughs> podcast so <laughs> it's that always is very true consistent. but this was
0: a this was a hit
1: it was It was good.
0: So my other books, I was trying to make it through my spooky TBR, which I got through most of them. Good. So I read Seed by Anya Alborn. This is a very tame, but very good horror story. It gives monster under the bed vibes, but it also leaves a lot to your imagination, which I like. It's like the creepiness is insinuated. So it kind of gives you like, like the chili willies. I like
1: that. I like that because then you like don't know what's coming. Exactly. And you Mm
0: -hmm. kind of picture it yourself and it doesn't have like that gore or anything like that. It's kind of like how I feel with like paranormal movies. Okay. Yeah. And this is also my first book by Anya Alborn, but I have a ton on my TBR and I really like this one. So I'm excited to, to read more by her. Then I read House of Hollow by Crystal Sutherland. This is definitely YA. It's a YA magical realism book, so some of the writing definitely was very YA, but when you read it through that lens, I really liked it. It's like a dark fairy tale. It wasn't what I expected, but it was really, really good. I definitely recommend it. Next, I read Playground by Aaron Beauregard. This book has taken my horror book talk for you page by storm. (laughs) It's very controversial. So imagine Rob Zombie making the Squid Games, but with like the Saw movies level of gore, and it's about children.
1: I remember you posting the cover for this, and I was like, oh. Oh, yes. The <laughs> cover is
0: a child on the top of a slide. Uh huh. That's just a blood slide, mm-hmm. it's just gooshing blood. Most of it I actually enjoyed. It's definitely extreme horror, but it did have a plot, which automatically oh, gets points because not all extreme horror does. Um, not really a spoiler, but there was a whole incest angle that I mm. couldn't get behind. So if you're going to read this one, proceed with caution. Actually, don't read it because you won't be able to look me in the eye.
1: Anyway. And also that's like your second book you read this month with, with like incestuous vibes because then we've always lived in the castle
0: (laughs) yeah yeah there's this one was a a lot darker
1: oh i'm sure it was a hundred percent you're i you're already you're painting the picture that i don't need to to see nor read
0: (laughs) it's october give me a break anyway so next i read midnight is the darkest hour by ashley winstead i'm so jealous you guys this is her it's crazy because I got it on the Libby, the library app, and I wasn't expecting it to be available because it told me that I had like a two month wait. But what must have happened is everyone in front of me must have like bypassed it because you can just like skip it and it'll move to the next person in line. So it was ready. And I was like, oh my gosh, I I have to read this right away. So this is her newest release, which we talked about recently because we were both excited for it to come out. And as anyone who listened to our review of In My Dreams, I Hold a Knife, you know that I'm a big fan of Ashley Winstead. Mm -hmm. This was, as expected, well-written, twisty, turny, atmospheric. It actually went in a direction that I did not see coming. Love that. And it has her very distinct writing style of that much deeper meaning. There's like, these feminist vibes. You're going to be questioning your own morality. There's this whole like religion, cult aspect. It's just really good. I I'm super excited because I was nervous mm-hmm. that we were going to be so excited for it and yeah. it wasn't going to deliver, but I I think she definitely delivered.
1: That's great.
0: Yeah. You're going to like it a lot. I can't wait. Then I read Psycho by Robert Bloch. That's a guess on his name. Anyway, okay. so this is the original from 1959. That Alfred Hitchcock's movie is based on about Norman Bates. And I actually really liked this. I I think it actually didn't
1: know that it was based on a book, that movie.
0: I didn't either. And I didn't realize. I thought that the book came after. And then I was like, oh, no, this makes a lot of sense that it was based on a book. I actually think that this aged better than a lot of other classic horror. Catch our latest episode, Shirley Jackson's book. But... (laughs) It was definitely creepy. It was dark. It still gave me like the vibes that the movie gives. And it's also a really short read. It was under 200 pages. Nice. So it's definitely worth the read. Like reading this, I did not think it was from 1959.
1: I feel like the books from way back when are always shorter than yeah what they are now unless it's like you know bram stoker's dracula which is like uh, the longest book ever but you know what i mean like a lot of the times because even i feel like agatha christie's books aren't super long
0: yeah because there's not a lot of filler it's like Mm -hmm. more to the i feel like the plots are simpler and more to the point Mm -hmm. because they're also not i mean especially the kind of books that are popular now there's so many Whether it's twists and turns in a thriller or whether it's on and offs in a romance. You know what I mean? Like, there's Mm -hmm. so much plot that has Mm -hmm. to be put in there. But yeah, I thought it was great. And I was like, after I read it, I was like, wait, this is from 1959? Like, I didn't even realize it until after I read it and looked it up. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then that brings me to my favorite read this month, which is Theme Music by T. Marie Vandelli. This is everything I need in a horror book. It was very gory, but not overly gruesome. It had ghosts, it had twists, a haunted house, and of course, an unreliable narrator, which every good (laughs) horror book needs. I'm fully acknowledging that this book is not for everyone because some of it was truly unhinged. But personally, I loved it. Of course you did. Of course I did. So <laughs> I recommend all of my books this month, although Playground I'm not willing to fully vouch for. So
1: read at if your you, own
0: yeah, read peril. at your own risk. That's better. Read at your own peril. Okay. Everything else. I'll stand behind, but that one, maybe do your research first. maybe look up the trigger warnings and you won't even want to read it anyway, Tell us about what you read this month, Heather.
1: Uh, well, I read our book club book and I read our podcast episodes books, and that's usually the gist of what I will automatically get through. So anything else I finish is an accomplishment in my book right now, But so I only got finished one other book. I finished the second uh book in the summer series. By Jenny Hans. This one was It's Not Summer Without You. And didn't love it. Really? Yeah. It's And you really liked the first one. The first one one was really good. This it was again, it's YA, so I get Mm -hmm. it. It was a little childish, like a little immature. Okay. And it was very much there was so much will they won't they with no resolution because it comes in oh. the last book mm-hmm. but it's like it just it was just annoying because it's basically it's about there's conrad and jeremiah and then there's belly and she's basically likes both of them but clearly conrad is like her favorite but in this book she kind of gets with jeremiah and then conrad is just like jealous but then not jealous jealous and then not jealous it's just like mm. it's because they're like brothers and it's it was it was okay it wasn't my favorite okay is the second because
0: there's a second season right is the second season based on the second book
1: i haven't watched it yet gotcha Um, okay but even like the first season strayed a lot from the first book in a sense too like it typically does in the second book she ends up dating jeremiah and that happens in the show so it's kind of like Okay, so it's, it's not yeah. they're not sticking very closely
0: mm-hmm. to the the sequel and stuff like that. No, but okay. The show
1: is good. The show is well casted and, and cute and everything. I definitely mm-hmm. recommend the show from what I've watched the first season so far.
0: Okay. All right. Well, listen. Like you said, any book in addition to the required books? <laughs> I know. Is an and I'm currently
1: bit. like in the middle of another book, but I'll talk about it next month cuz I'll I'll wait till I finish okay. it. But yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah you can't tell if you like it or not until that last page
1: exactly exactly are there any
0: upcoming releases
1: that you're looking forward to well not that it's an upcoming release next month but christina lauren which easter egg we're doing a book of theirs next month they just released today i saw it was either either last night or today they have a new book coming out next year which i had no idea that they were writing another book and i don't remember the name something paradise and um their little blurb thing said if you're like we're a fan of the unhoneymooners which i loved by them it was Mm -hmm. one of my favorite reads they said you're gonna love this book so i'm super excited about that so i'm really excited to see what this one because i really do like them they're um i think i'm trying to think i feel like i read two of theirs i did i read twice in a blue moon and then the unhoneymooners and Mm -hmm. i loved the unhoneymooners it was like a it was like an enemies to lovers book okay which are like and so they don't have a
0: date for it it's just 2024 right now i think i
1: said 2024 yeah okay but i am excited right. regardless
0: well tbd once i read my first book by them i know if i'm excited too <laughs> <laughs> okay i didn't have any upcoming releases i didn't really see anything coming out in november
1: I feel like nothing there, comes out around this time of year because of the holidays yeah, and stuff. It kind of gets Yeah, like saturated. there was a couple,
0: exactly. There was mm-hmm. a couple things coming out, but none from like authors that I immediately recognized. Mm-hmm. So I was like, these are just kind of like one-offs probably. So book news, this is not real book news, but it's something we need to talk about, oh. okay? If you have been on the internet or existed in the world, you know <laughs> that Britney Spears' memoir came out. You know it. And you know that she is dropping bombs left, right, and center. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I just need to let the people know that we know, and we will be covering this book. (laughs) It is happening I can't wait. There's just grenades everywhere. I know. Justin Timberlake needs to hide for his own good. Someone needs to go check on him. Mm -hmm. I I just, it's so unhinged. It's Mm -hmm. so unhinged. And I cannot get enough of it.
1: It's going to be, it's going to be an experience.
0: It is. It is. Yeah. It's It's going to be a journey and we're all going to take it together. Mm-hmm. And early next year, we will be Oh, yeah. Taking that journey. So stay tuned <laughs> exactly. because here's another Easter egg for you. <laughs> this one's full of Easter eggs. Exactly. Did you have any relevant
1: book news? No, I don't think I did, actually.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's talk about what TV we were watching this past month.
1: I feel like I'm recycling a lot from last month because it's still been Big mm-hmm. Brother, Survivor, The Amazing Race. I'm still binging Once Upon a Time. I'm halfway through season six so i have one more season after that and then
0: has it taken a turn
1: oh it always takes a turn and i like remembered why i stopped liking it too because it got like weird Mm. the first couple seasons like the first three seasons were so so good and then season four kind of got weird And then season five and six got even more weird. And I know, like, season seven, they completely... I don't even think I finished season seven, but if I recall correctly... Well, I know, like, they just changed the entire world. Like, it goes from, like... It's just all new characters. Same actors, Mm -hmm. but all new characters. So I'm like yeah <laughs> i have to remember right. i don't remember how it happened so it's going to be fun to like re-experience that but yeah but okay yeah. so show wise it's kind of like been oh actually eric and i did start the fall of the house of usher
0: i'm so happy you said this we didn't
1: finish we only got through the first three episodes because when we have time we will watch it together because clearly yeah life and baby but we've got through the first three episodes and i'm obsessed with it i love mike flanagan i really really love mike flanagan i feel like every show he does i still have to watch midnight mass but every show that Mm -hmm. he does or touches is amazing the casting is always so good he recycles his actors and i'm like i'm obsessed i can't wait the casting for this
0: is incredible i only got through the first two episodes but i'm obsessed Mm -hmm. i love just like the dark feel of mm-hmm. all of it it's just it's so good but the reason that i haven't watched more is because i have to fully like focus on it oh, because yeah. there's no, so you many can't. characters
1: no, you so we're watching you'll see like and in, in when you watch the next episode the woman who verna who's in the show she's one that kind of like shows up she's the bartender in mm-hmm. the first episode or whatever so she shows up in the third episode as different people throughout the episode Eric okay. didn't realize it was the same actress He was like, he was like, he was like, put a wig on someone I can't recognize. I'm like Eric. What a male. I'm like, she's the one that keeps showing up in all these people's lives. And he was like, Yeah. Wait, what? And I was like, Yeah. She. He was like, Oh yeah. She was in the last episode. I was like, Yeah. She also was two prior characters in this episode. And he was like, Uh What? I was like, Yeah. Yeah. That
0: bitch is crazy. I can't Uh wait to figure out what her deal is because I I am lost. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's there's so many characters. There's a lot of different dynamics. So you definitely have to pay attention. But I'm planning on watching, I don't even know how many episodes there are I of it. I think it's,
1: how many, I think there's eight episodes, I think. Okay. Yeah, and it's, Eric likes it too, because it's based off, you know, Edgar and Poe's stories, each episode is a yeah, different though. story. So he's like, really, he likes that a lot.
0: That's why I was originally wanting mm-hmm. to watch it. And then I saw the preview for it, and I was like, oh, yeah. this is like, dark, and it's got it's like very inclusive. Did I was you like, okay? This this ever good. Watch
1: Gerald's game.
0: There is eight. Um, no, that's on my list, and I saw that that's also Mike Flanagan.
1: It's it's scary, and it really creeped me out when I watched it. But so the two actors that are in this, the guy that plays Roderick, he's in it, and also Carla Gugino, who plays Verna and all the other stuff. Is She's Verna? In it. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's and again, you have to like pay attention. You can't be like on your phone or anything during the movie. Yeah. But- but it's creepy as fuck
0: okay i'm gonna watch that sooner rather than later i have it yeah. on my you know it's never a good, list it's a on good Netflix. like spooky
1: season movie to watch for sure
0: i'm running out of time for spooky <laughs> season oh my gosh um other tv that we didn't talk about last month because they started in october's golden bachelor yes, and bachelor in paradise, paradise. Which we've both been watching. Golden Bachelor. So wholesome. I love it. Obsessed. I love it so much. It's so different from the Bachelor franchise. And if you're someone who's refuses to watch The Bachelor franchise because of how like gimmicky it's mm-hmm. become, this is like a completely different show.
1: Yeah. It's it's just so good. <sighs> Gary is just amazing
0: mm-hmm. like, and all these women know. and their friendships and, and so just like Jewish the women. empowerment yes I love which that. we love to see. Uh-huh. but the empowerment mm-hmm. of these like older women is just so awesome i love it and then they balance it out with bachelor in paradise which is an absolute mess as per usual
1: season. i feel like this season is actually boring and so they're, I feel like they're causing drama because there's just not, mm-hmm. there's like no real connections. I don't foresee any of these couples working out, to be honest. Yeah. It just all feels forced. And the episode is too good. long.
0: Yeah. Like we don't need the same drama for 45 minutes. And if I
1: hear Kat say, it's my birthday, one more fucking time. <laughs> I should if have done I hear like, <laughs> how many? Kat
0: calls someone toxic oh God, one more time. I'm like, girl. She was stop using on, buzzwords on
1: Zach's season, and she's just as bad on the season.
0: Yeah, she's horrible. But yeah, I did hear that it was her birthday.
1: Uh huh. How could you miss it?
0: How could you miss it? When it's said every five minutes. But yeah, I minutes. agree. They're like they're manufacturing drama. They have the the truth fox. and then when Hannah Brown came and had them. Like trying mm-hmm. to air out dirty laundry, yeah. but no one had any dirty laundry yet because they had just gotten
1: there. Yeah. It was just, that was weird. Nobody's exciting. Everyone's boring. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Other than that, Survivor's been good so far. Mm-hmm. It's kind of too early to tell. Yeah. Big Brother's always. almost over. I think they said two more weeks until the finale. finale Okay, so we'll see how that comes as far as movies, I haven't watched anything new. I've just been watching some good Halloween movies whenever I get the chance. the classics, obviously, the craft and Hocus Pocus I'm waiting to watch on Tuesday.
1: Oh okay, I did watch it and I watch Hocus Pocus too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want to watch them both on Tuesday. Because the month just slipped away from me. But I did watch The Strangers, which we talked about.
1: Oh, my God. Our last
0: episode. Very creepy. Mm -hmm. Very creepy. And I'm not going to spoil the end, but it makes it even worse.
1: Do you see why I was traumatized?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a a scary one. Mm -hmm. But also, I mean, they deserved it. Okay. There's clearly something going on. And this man says, I'm going to go get my phone out of the car. Then he goes to walk to the car. And the windows of the car are shattered. And my dude says, let me just pop right in here and get my phone. Sorry, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, immediately, no. I he, know. he deserved it. Yeah. Justice for Liv Tyler, but he deserved oh, it. <laughs> anyway, um, I also watched Malevolent, which is uh, with Florence Pugh. But it's one of her, like, early ones. Okay. And very creepy and weird. It's like a little ghost story. I liked it. It was good. Um, the original Halloween, obviously.
1: You know, I haven't watched that yet. Slacking.
0: Yeah, but I like wanted to said- do a whole marathon day of all of the Halloween movies, but I'm running out of time. October will not. The end of October will not stop me. But I,
1: but I also feel like October just wasn't Octobering this year.
0: It wasn't because it was like rainy and crappy. Yeah. today it was 80 degrees
1: yeah it's just it's not it's not spooky enough for me
0: yeah I agree with that I wasn't able to fully get into the spookiness this year yeah what movies have you been watching you said you watched Hocus Pocus 1 and 2 uh
1: huh and I finally watched oh I also watched Practical Magic which is a classic love that movie definite classic I watch that all the time Uh, Mm -hmm. for the first time I watched the first Friday the 13th Mm -hmm. which uh you know Classic slasher film that makes no sense whatsoever. There's no plot it's, whatsoever. It's not required. <laughs> no, and it really. It's not was. required to make sense, and it wasn't really scary to be honest until like the freaking end of the movie. Which hate my husband for not telling me what was coming. But good news is my baby sleeps through screams, so that's great. Um. <laughs> And then, not a first for me, but a first for Eric, we watched Labyrinth with David okay. Bowie.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one.
1: Yeah. And again, it's been years since I've watched that, and I was like, this also is not aging well, but it's got David Bowie in it, so... <laughs>
0: i've got to rewatch that i haven't seen that in years it's what did eric
1: think he liked it but he likes jim henson and that's why i was Mm kind of surprised that he had never watched it because like he loves the muppets he liked uh the dark crystal like he likes all these all his stuff so Mm -hmm. i was kind of surprised he had never seen labyrinth
0: yeah i feel like that's a very classic one
1: it's a dark movie but
0: what year did that come out because i also feel like i was way too young when i first watched that like was to it, be watching it. Was it the 80s? 1986. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was not alive. But when I did watch it. Yeah, I exactly. I, was I think too the young first to be time watching I it. watched
1: it, I was in high school. But yeah, so we watched that. And yeah, Erica really did.
0: Okay. Yeah, I've got to rewatch that. That's mm-hmm. a good one. How about podcasts? Anything exciting this month?
1: Actually, no, honestly, there's no episodes this month that really just like my normal stuff like the 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 recaps of survivor and the bachelor and stuff yeah other than that i was gonna say that's the only
0: thing i've been listening to consistently is tyson's survivor podcast and the one with jeff probst Mm -hmm. and the love to see it bachelor recaps That's pretty much the only things Mm -hmm. and then bright reality is doing recaps of the challenge so they'll be doing the new season of the challenge so i'll listen to those but that's pretty much it
1: yeah yeah it really wasn't i don't know this month was like not that it wasn't a good month i still like watched a lot of stuff and listened but nothing really blew me away
0: yeah i, I also rewatched
1: jennifer's body
0: mm, love it
1: yeah i love to see that. it I just, I just watched that yesterday actually
0: didn't it didn't it really give you grady hendrix yes my best friend's actualism. Like... i was
1: watching it and i was literally like oh my god this literally is i i forgot the that we, i forgot that we even talked about that and now that you just said that and i actually thought that but it's so funny watching it because i've been um i've been binging like the oc one tree hill and buffy the vampire slayer by listening to the podcast and watching the episodes so i've been watching mm-hmm. the oc and so seeing like adam brody and Jennifer's body after like just rewatching yeah. him recently is like Seth Cohen. I'm like, oh my god, it's like they're so different.
0: But I love Jennifer's body, so good. Oh, I know. Megan Fox, an icon.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I also watched Twilight. I forgot I watched all these classics. It's all like coming to me as we're sitting. Here. Oh my gosh!
0: Yes, you said you watched Twilight, which is which... funny because I was telling you not a spoiler, but Midnight is the Darkest Hour has a very uh-huh. big subplot about the <laughs> book Twilight. <laughs>
1: I know. Uh, yeah. Again, not my favorite movie. I definitely liked the second and third movies better because I remember, like, how I remember when this first came out, Twilight, and everyone, it was not problematic, but everyone realized how stupid it was mm-hmm. because the director kind of made it stupid. Like, I remember yeah. everything about it. And I just don't get how Kristen Stork and Robert Pattinson dated for as long as they did because they have zero chemistry. Zero. Zero, And it's also
0: so obviously like low budget, even though it wasn't low budget because no. they had big names in it. And I'm just like, it looks like you didn't even try. I
1: know, especially when he sparkles.
0: Oh, God. And <laughs> he sparkles.
1: Also, I just
0: feel like I think he's a good looking guy, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's hot enough in the movie. No. Like he's not Edward level hot.
1: No, he's definitely not. And I remember thinking that too- reading or watching the movie because in the books i was always team edward but then i thought taylor lautner was hotter so that i was like team jacob during the movies not Uh the first movie he looks like a child and he has that weird hair and then they make him hot in the second movie i'm like perfect but
0: yeah and they shoot him with his shirt off the whole time in the second movie I actually saw the movies well saw the at least the first movie maybe the first and second before I read the books so I was team Jacob from the beginning because I was like great kidding me mm-hmm. obviously and yeah. then I read the books and I was like oh this is why everyone is obsessed with Edward
1: <laughs> I know yeah it made a lot more sense yeah he wasn't he wouldn't he wouldn't have been my first choice as Edward Colin.
0: I agree with that and like you said zero chemistry whatsoever yeah
1: It was a rough movie to rewatch.
0: Yeah. It was bad. (laughs) Okay. So are you ready for my book question? Yes. Okay. What is a book that was turned into either a movie or TV show where you actually preferred the screen adaptation?
1: Oh, that's a good question, actually. Because there's so many. Um... You know, I really, really liked... I liked the book, but I really liked the movie, The Time Traveler's Wife. Okay. I don't know if you ever watched that or read the book. I watched it, but I didn't read it. The book was good. The book was good, but I... I just, I had such a thing for Rachel McAdams. Mm -hmm. And I feel like anything she was in could do no wrong. But I remember Mm -hmm. really, really liking, really, really liking that. Also, maybe Water for Elephants, which again, like Robert Pattinson Alert. But that was also another really good one. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's one of my favorite books. And I did like the movie a lot. Mm
1: -hmm. Again, like Reese Witherspoon, can't do no wrong.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And Rachel McAdams, that was like the height of her, like she was cranking movies out.
1: Mm-hmm. when yeah. time
0: traveler's life came out there that was, was a good yeah. movie
1: she was in the notebook she was in the vow she was mm-hmm. in about time which i actually haven't watched yet and then she was in the family stone mean girls around that time mm-hmm. i would keep mm-hmm. forgetting i actually keep forgetting she's in mean girls because it was such a different character from like her typical. Yeah. Her typical she's thing. just
0: such a good actress like she can she has a lot of range
1: yeah yeah she really does and she's in like the Marvel movies now, too. oh, I didn't know. She's that. in the uh, the Doctor Strange movies. okay. She's like the main guy's love interest. if okay. I remember correctly. I didn't love that movie, so I don't really remember too much about it.
0: Everyone ends up in a Marvel movie eventually.
1: Honestly, yes, because yes. there's too many characters. Which by the way, when I was watching Jennifer's Body, I totally forgot that Chris Pratt was in it. And Oh my god, yes. I know. And I remember seeing like a meme recently about how he's just in everything now. Like literally everything.
0: Just randomly.
1: Just randomly.
0: I forgot he was in that too. that is a, there's a lot of really big names in that one too. Mm-hmm. Wow, and I had that soundtrack and I would listen to it all the time. Like the the music from that movie. Oh my is god.
1: And then stellar. I, was, I remember cuz then I'm I'm watching the movie and the Through the Trees song. I'm like why do I know every single word of the song and I was like oh because i forgot this was like the song in the movie yeah and then i try to like find on spotify but you can't get it because it's like not a real band
0: oh my gosh <laughs> come on that feels wrong but
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah i know that's funny
0: okay all right i have two i'm gonna say 13 reasons why oh only the first season yeah, that which is a good the one. part that's based on the book. The TV series was a lot more emotional and a lot more raw and heartbreaking mm-hmm. than the book. I'm not going to go into detail. Obviously, it does have very triggering themes, but the book just didn't have the same effect to me. And I watched the show before I read the book, so that could have something to do with it, mm-hmm. but it just didn't bring out the same feelings for me. And then I'm also going to say Gossip Girl. I feel like this isn't fair because... The show took off so freaking hard that <laughs> basically after the first episode, it's not even based on the book anymore. No. <laughs> but I did read the books and I was like, wait a minute, why is this nothing like the show? Like I was just <laughs> confused. But the show is so good.
1: Yeah, somewhat. Some it, It's like, it's it's a typical teen show that goes off the rails and then it comes back in and it goes off the rails again and then it comes back in. <laughs> It's, there's yes love to
0: hate I 100% it. agree I think the the reason that I like it more than some of the other ones is because the acting is so good but I agree there's some parts that I'm just like what is happening the first couple seasons though we're good
1: yeah but that's always I how mean, it is I feel like the first couple yeah. seasons of every show and then they kind keep of keep trying
0: to push it and push it and push it
1: and when they and then they come up with these storylines that are just outrageous Mm -hmm. literally make no sense but that's like when chuck's dad
0: it's not a spoiler the show's been out for a hundred (laughs) years when chuck's dad like ends up being alive like why Mm -hmm. and then when they have a son and it's actually like serena and dan's half brother i don't know too much too much but i still love the show (laughs) so i can't even be mad about it Okay, so what is your book question?
1: So as usual, I try to like base my question off of either themes of the episode or like the books that we read and everything. So my question is, we read two pretty cool, different spooky books this month. Mm-hmm. And they both had completely different atmospheres. Which one did you prefer?
0: Hmm. That's a tough one because they're so different.
1: And they both had really cool aspects to them.
0: They really did. I think... If we're talking spooky, I have to go with London Seance Society because of the seance and the spirits mm-hmm. and all of that. I did love the whole like angry mob vibe that we got and We Have Always Lived in the Castle and the one the first person narrative. I like that Mm -hmm. a lot. Whereas in London Science Society, it kind of flipped. And remember, we had like some issues with the timeline and the flipping back and forth (laughs) and stuff. But I definitely, yeah, but I definitely prefer the atmosphere of that book, especially because it was old timey in a different way. Yeah, And it gave me more, like, let me use my imagination more, especially because it was like, took place in Europe, like where we're not from, you know what I mean? So I would definitely say that one.
1: I agree and I I like I kind of like that both books that we chose even though they were written at completely different times in general and like in life like since Sarah Penner just came out last year this is a classic Shirley Jackson we actually chose books that took place though way back in time so like that was just so weird yeah I know and I agree. I love the atmospheric parts of London Seance Society more, but I love the scenery aspect of We Have Always Lived in the Castle. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, the there's a lot of, of the nature. Forest, yeah, mm-hmm. and the nature and like how she was digging up stuff and burying things. That I liked that aspect, but I do agree. The atmosphere I would live in like London seance society, that's yeah. a cool vibe. You know, I wish that I think had cars, but except exactly. <laughs> for a horse and buggy. But. <laughs> I mean,
0: they had a party bus pulled by horses, yeah. <laughs> but I think that because Shirley Jackson's book had a much less complicated plot mm-hmm. they were able to give you that more descriptive yeah. feel of the nature and the wilderness and all that stuff whereas london sand society so much shit was going on <laughs> that you didn't actually get too much no. about the environment
1: no and I, I think that i almost wish that she was able to a little bit more because i think especially talking about like the london sound society and then how vaudelin did the seances i kind of wish that they talked more about a little bit more in depth about like especially the seances they kind of like brushed Mm -hmm. over but they didn't really go into like a full you know except to the very end which love that but yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like in other stuff but yeah that's
0: yeah that's true because the only one they really talked about was that first one and it was like rushed because the whole rest had to start Mm -hmm. so yeah i agree with that too
1: yeah
0: but both very different both Both i'm happy we read
1: me too yeah we love women authors on this podcast.
0: We I mean, obviously. <laughs> Hashtag women writing women.
1: Anyway, so anything else? No, I think that's it.
0: I think we covered it all. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all we have for you this month. If you like what you heard, please make sure to follow, subscribe, and rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. If you have any book recommendations or questions for us, you can email us at fullybookedcalfPod at gmail.com. Also go and follow us on our socials to see our upcoming reads. We're on Instagram and TikTok at fullybookedcafpod. Thanks for checking us out. And remember,
1: if you need us, we're fully booked. Bye. Bye!